To the unredeemed, the idea of God intervening in the lives of men on a daily, even minute-by-minute basis, is ludicrous. But to the blood-bought, it is expected. This expectation is a result of the divine promise of God's Word, and the expectation is not disappointed. This communion is the most beautiful place. But this place is only entered into with clean hands and a pure heart. Psalms 24, 3 and 4, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. This place where peace passes understanding is only accessed by the born again. The word of God is true and righteous altogether. It is laden with glorious instructions and promises to generate real, tangible value, even literally. Consider the following three verses. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. These are not simply religious platitudes. These are but a sampling of the beauty of God's counsel. Imagine these verses make it possible for the childlike to say, Today is the best day of my life, and tomorrow will be better but it only works for the born again, the children of the promise. Are you ready to harness the power of the spoken word of faith? Would you like today to be the best day of your life? Would you like to have all your sin and shame expunged from your record? Then today is your day of salvation. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 28. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened, professing themselves to be wise, They became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use and that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error which was beat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. God said, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 7, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
Man said, just give us enough time and chance. Give us anything but the God of the majority text. Now the record. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God has chosen childlike faith as the standard by which all men, regardless of their status in life, may access the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ and all the promises of the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verses 8 and 9. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Satan's first challenge to mankind via our, via our grandmother Eve was a matter of faith. Would she believe God's word, the first voice in the garden, or the second voice, Satan's? Eve chose unbelief, and Adam followed her pernicious ways. That day of their unbelief and subsequent disobedience, both eternal life and paradise were lost, and the law of sin and death began to reign. Now it is like mother, like daughter, like father, like son. Only the born-again experience through Christ Jesus can break the deadly chain. This is God Said, Man Said, feature article 521 that shouts, God is. These features prove beyond any reasonable doubt the inerrancy and full veracity of God's holy scriptures. They are archived in text and streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Welcome. We're honored by your visit. Unbelief comes in multiple forms, but they all have one thing in common, and that is the rejection of the God of the Holy Bible. Some walk around in church clothes, some in pagan religions, some in pseudoscience, etc. They appear vastly different, but stand unanimous in their rejection of the supernatural origin and inerrancy of God's Word. The beautiful Word of God dissolves all reasonable doubt, every single one. The unbelievers call them living fossils, but these living fossils testify against their unbelief. It is their Darwinian premise that all it takes is time and chance, devoid of a creator. They claim the entire universe and all its divergent life are products of time and chance. However, exact replicas of living fossils are found in the fossil record and purported to be millions of years old, yet no change. Science writers Sherwin and Thomas write in the February 2011 issue of Acts and Facts the following. Living fossils are supposedly ancient and long extinct creatures which have suddenly and unexpectedly turned up in the modern world. They openly challenge the vast ages posited by evolutionary theory by showing none of evolution's expected changes in body plans over supposedly vast time spans. For example, evolutionists were confident that grasses evolved millions of years after the dinosaurs until dinosaur coprolites, fossilized excrement, were discovered containing several species of grass. In August 1994, a dinosaur-age tree called the Woolamy pine was discovered alive and well in Australia. It was declared the botanical find of the century. A grand host of living fossils in the animal world stubbornly remain virtually the same as their ancient predecessors after the unimaginable millions of years demanded by evolution. Evolutionists such as the late Stephen Gould refer to this lack of change as stasis. 
One recent study found bacteria named Mare profundus that left distinctive traces in the fossil record. The study's author wrote, Petrographic images of Mare profundus-like stalks from a 350-million-year-old rock associated with ancient hydrothermal vent site are indistinguishable from modern-day organisms. Fossilized grasshoppers and sea stars found entombed in the same layer as Archaeotexix, an extinct bird, are virtually, are virtually identical to modern varieties. From Jurassic shrimp to the shovel-nosed ray, animals and plants, some supposedly long extinct, are discovered alive today looking virtually identical to their fossilized counterparts. Evolution means change, but these living fossils are a testimony to stasis, not change. End of quote. Imagine that there are over 500 living fossils that have been documented. Famed evolutionist and enemy of the cross of Christ, Richard Dawkins, is quoted from his own writings on wasdarwinright.com. A paragraph follows. The prominent British evolutionist Richard Dawkins, speaking of the Cambrian fauna, has made the following comment. And we find many of them already in an advanced state of evolution the very first time they appear. It is as though they were just planted there without any evolutionary history. Needless to say, this appearance of sudden planting has delighted creationists. End of quote. Acclaimed scientist Dr. A. McIntosh, a full professor of thermodynamics and holder of the chair at Leeds University in the United Kingdom, was interviewed in the book The Genesis Files. The interviewer asked Dr. McIntosh about the fossil record, and he responded with the following. You find that those creatures which are flying now are also fossilized in the rocks were essentially the same then as they are now. There is no sign at all of any gradual evolutionary change. Butterflies are exactly the same in the fossil record, and yet it's claimed, I don't accept it at all, that they are hundreds of millions of years old. When it comes to birds, they're essentially structure-wise the same, and bats are exactly the same in the fossil record as they are today, end of quote. The following part of the interview with Dr. McIntosh regards, uh, uh, re relates to the age of the earth. So you believe in a world created about 6,000 years ago, cursed on account of sin, then devastated by Noah's flood? Absolutely. There's nothing in real science, if you take all the assumptions into account, to contradict that view. End of quote. Again and again, pseudoscience strikes out. Be of good cheer, saints. Your faith is built upon the solid rock. For over 6,000 years, Satan has paraded before man his brightest carnal minds to challenge the inerrancy of the glorious word of God, and they have failed time after miserable time. Build your life upon the rock of ages. God said, Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 28, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore God 
also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use in that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. God said, Second Timothy 3, 7, Ever learning! and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Man said, just give us enough time and chance. Give us anything but the God of the majority text. Now you have the record.